Hey guys, it's uh, Andy here in another episode of the Mountain Malarkey Podcast with Dave. Hello everybody. How are we doing Dave? Yeah, not bad. We realise that uh, when we do the Tuesday tune-in over on Facebook, um, which we've been doing during lockdown... We had some comments and requests around, um, you know, not everyone's on Facebook, but people still wanted to hear about the content. There's been some great stuff. We've yeah. talked about bags. We've talked about battle of the treks. We talked about trekking boots, mindset, fitness, loads of stuff. And we thought to ourselves, well, why don't we turn these into podcasts? Because like you said, Dave, they're, they're sitting down listening for an hour. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is a great format. You can do it on the go, put it in your car, listen to it. It's a bit interactive, so you're going to have seen us answer questions and stuff like that. Yeah, it's a little bit different. Um, you know, but if you're listening to this, obviously, yeah. um, and you have any questions about any of the things you hear, uh, podcast at evertrack.co.uk. Awesome, Dave. Yeah, enjoy the episode, and uh, we'll catch up with you soon. Yeah, all the best. I realised the other day that actually this month is three years since we started the doing these which is a bit crazy is it three um, years three years wow <laughs> how how our hair and faces must have changed over those years we need a we should have like a a, a kind of next each each week or know, when we do actually turn up I, I don't know if i want to see <laughs> <laughs> like that's fair that's fair hey tina how's it going tina's here hey tina i hope all is well and anthony um yeah it's really good to be back i know um while, mate. well it's been a busy couple of weeks because we've been going through the migration haven't we and yeah uh, which is it has been a bit, a bit frustrating because a little bit delayed, but you know systems and and, and development and, and that kind of stuff never is never straight yeah. straightforward. Um, but we um, yeah, it's working really well now. We're over halfway there, so we're over halfway up that mountain, Dave. Yeah, uh, well, we're up the top of the mountain now. We're on our way down. Right? Yeah, the journey to migrate in Yetis is never straight or easy. Mm. But um, no, it's really exciting actually having to play around with a new uh, new website for the first time after yeah. we've been seeing it for a while. Um, it's nice to see, isn't it? Yeah, really nice it's really see. good. It's really good. I mean, hopefully that you guys will enjoy it as much as we enjoy it as well. I think um, there's a section as well, which is all about Brian, um, I think is all about Brian's running stats, I think. Um, Bri, Bri. And I've seen you've been out and about as always, but um, yeah, we needed a big section for that. And then we needed a big section for Jerome's rocks. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. I mean, Brian, I, what are your knees like, mate? Like, <laughs> like, that, that's what worries me, mate. That's what worries me. Yeah, um, exactly. You know, but uh, but yeah, Jerome was saying uh, is the launch of the website and the first ever launch of the SpaceX Starship Super Heavy Rocket. Uh, it did, yes. In any way. Good job that ours didn't blow up, right? Um because uh, I know that it blew up. Uh, well, they, they they tactically blew it up a couple of minutes in because it wasn't disconnecting apparently. Yeah. Honestly, been following SpaceX for years. They're fantastic. Um, but yeah, luckily there was no um, catastrophic things like that. And um, hey, Stuart. Um, well, hello, Jetties. Nice. I quite like that. But I like to see you've uh, you've corrected it, Stuart. But no, nah, Jetties is that's fine. That works. Jetties. Jetties is good. Yeah. Yeah. I happy with that. I feel like that needs to be near a water. Somewhere, maybe like a lake, like an aqua yeti, like a jetty that goes oh, out. Yeah. Come on, Dave. Yeah, no, sorry, yeah, so I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. I got it. I got it. Just... It's been, you know, because I'm not firing on all cylinders yet, you know. Been a while with the bands. Five minutes into the TTI, and I'll be right back with it. Switch it on in the brain, you're there. But um, anyway, talking about switching it on, um, we're going to kind of segue into the what we're talking about today. <laughs> not my first rodeo. Yeah. <laughs> no, we we did want to talk about you know some link to to our systems that's going through at the moment, which is. Um, you know, being a bit crazy. And 
before we do go there, I just want to say thank you to everyone. Had some nice comments, um, some nice feedback as well, and thanks to everyone that's kind of pointing out some of the the kind of glaring errors and 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 some spellings, you know, all that stuff that's on a new. Whenever someone launches a new website, um, you know, there, there are things that that kind of do slip through the cracks. Um, so thanks for for those people who have messaged and commented and done that stuff. Yep. Also, as well, a huge thanks to all the Evertrackers with a bit of patience as well, because uh, can appreciate you can't log into your members area at the moment. Um, you can't do some of the things you used to do, but that will literally happen over the next several days. We'll we'll let everyone know so they can set up their new account. Yeah. Um, and then you'll be able to manage your booking in a, in, a, in an entirely different way, but uh, it's going to be um, a lot lot better going forward. Um, yeah, but these systems, you know, be, as Dave said, they've been in development for some time now. We've been wanting to kind of get these live and, and the, the kind of crowdfunding investment round we did at the back end of 2022. Um, yeah, has allowed us to kind of push forward with launching these new systems, which, you know, takes a lot yeah. of time, a lot of energy, um, you know, not, not cheap either. So it's definitely um, um, uh, been great to kind of launch that whilst we're talking about launching rockets. Yeah, it's been great to, to launch that yeah. as well. Yeah, only Elon Musk could have his rocket explode and then tweet, what a successful launch. <laughs> really? But I well, don't think it was heading anywhere. I think they had to blow it up at some point, right? Uh, it wasn't going to the moon. No, it was it was a test flight, but I think because they've got multiple versions of this film. Yeah, super heavy rocket. Um, super heavy with um, Starship on top of it. It's pretty it's yeah. pretty cool, isn't it? I, I, I'm always, I always like anyone that calls a, a rocket Starship. Yeah, well, that, that's it. Yeah. It needs to be invocative, doesn't it? You don't want it like... It does. I always thought Space Shuttle sounded a bit boring. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's Ron Seal. It is Ron Seal. It, you know, it, and I guess, but, but, you nothing. know, you got like the Apollo Moon rocket. The Apollo yeah. Moon rocket <laughs> sounds amazing, and then you have the Space Shuttle, which just seems a shuttle seems to me like something you do at an airport to get between terminals. <laughs> is that what it you was? You know, not to get to outer space. Um, um, hang on. Is that we're going <laughs> yeah. to leave space? We're going to come back to trekking. Right? Yeah. And, yeah. Um, you know, because we do want to uh, talk about trekking systems and. I think we were discussing ways of, <clears throat> you know, how do specific things we do on a trek or even before your trek um, make a difference when you're there? And, you know, if you've been on any of our lives over the last three years, um, you probably would have heard us talk about some of these things over that time. Um, so we hope we haven't bored you to tears with it. But, you know, I think we've had inspiration from, you know, talks we've been to, um, you know, some sort of presentations, things we've read about. And I know there's a couple of people that, you know, Savannah Fines talks a lot about it in his books, yeah. uh, as well as lots of other interesting stuff. Um, but also as well, there are other people like, uh, was it Louis Rudd we saw at, um, uh, who's, a, who's a famous explorer, uh, not, not quite as famous as um, uh, Savannah Fines, but basically someone who does a lot of trekking and exploring in the Antarctic. He's done loads of stuff. Yeah. Give him a little Google. If you type in Louis Rudd and Shackleton, um, you'll, you'll come up with a lot of interesting stuff about him. But yeah, he's, he was actually beaten to the, um, he was he was trying to become the fastest person to walk across the uh, ski. Antarctic ski, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and an American beat him by two days. Yeah. Uh, which must have been really disheartening. I mean, um, I wonder if <clears throat> he hear about that. On the way. On the way. I was like, I'm just going to carry on. I'm just going to do it. Like, yeah, yeah. if you're two days shy of the South Pole, you've still got to go there. Yeah, but it must have been those two days must have been <clears throat> so hard and demoralizing. Yeah. But what but he did him, it. But you know, one of the things that he talked about when we were lucky enough to um, go and see a talk by him, mm. and he did talk about like, yeah, it's almost building systems into the day to day. These mundane routines yes. that keep the whole machine working. You exactly. Know? That's that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, and 
that like if you go into it and you've got like if you've just got a to-do list a list of things you need to do and no yeah. system to do them then you end up missing things off it's kind of scatter approach you know mm -hmm. something up but if you build in a system that's kind of just gets you to repeat the same things over and over and over again yeah. like i know most people that put crampons on put them on the same feet in the same way every yeah. single time um because they know that that's the way that they function and they can do it without thinking yeah and we were talking about there's so many things that we do that's almost like it's like it's like ocd trekking in a way like, like wow. the way, like the way that we kind of um, well, because the, the boring things we do on a day basis. Yeah, but we. Yeah, but, yeah. but I'm thinking like the, you know, even when we're tracking. So, how do you make sure you drink enough water? Exactly. Yeah, that's, you know, that's a big one. Like, yeah, if you're talking about systems, then let's let's, let's start with hydration. Yeah, because the important one. I mean, um, <clears throat> you know, you, you're, you're trying to get to a certain um, level of hydration. So you're thinking, right, okay, I've got three and a half, four liters of water. I've got to drink today and you're thinking how do i how do i drink all that it seems like a lot but when you break it down into sections and yeah. right i get up in the morning i'll have a cup of coffee i'll have uh, you know a couple of cups of water maybe some of my bottles so i'll aim to drink maybe half a liter yeah. before i actually start the trek then you've got your bladder which you know probably has maybe a liter or two in as well and you're thinking right every time i stop i'm going to have some water so that creates a habit then when you're constantly doing that every time then you're stopping for breaks or for lunch you got another cup of tea. You got more water. Next thing you know, you've probably drank three liters by the time you get to your whatever you're going to get to. Yeah. And then you got another liter to drink before the well, end. Of the night. That's a, that's a. If you think of it like, like a system, then and in in that way, it becomes a. I know it sounds a really boring, but actually, if that's what it takes to 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 make sure you're hydrated, that when you get to like Everest Base Camp, yeah. Machu Picchu, you know, maybe the, the K2 Base Camp, you're going to actually get there one your body's going to be in a better condition and you're going to be acclimatized better. yeah i mean i have a different way of hydrating depending yeah. on which trip i'm on but if we take ebc because andrea's just joined us and she's just mm. come back from ebc how's the um the, the post-trip blues andrea it's something that um, i did see that do you know what do you know the only way to really truly get rid of it is to go again um that's true yeah well, book another trip yeah that's what i every, some people ask me sometimes um and I, I see a lot of people who are generally perkier in life and um they're always like why are you so happy and i'm like because i got another trip booked in i got yeah. another adventure i'm already thinking about the next trip yeah it um, helps it helps, to to have, do it. it helps to have something to do because um to look forward to i remember when I, well when i first came back from the himalaya the first time i don't know i was so buzzed yeah and i think part of the reason was is because i knew i'd go back you know there was absolutely no way mm. that i wasn't ever going to go back again it wasn't one and done for me that was now what in nepal yeah beach holidays yeah. when out the question it was night and day compared to it. But yeah, talking, going, jumping back to water. Yes. So yeah, so my system when I do EBC yeah. is that I know that I sweat a lot, right? So I want to drink at least kind of like four, four and a half liters a day. Lot, it's been known. It's been known, <laughs> um, especially when I'm trekking. Um, I was gonna say you're looking quite cool. Right yeah, that's because they don't know we've got the fan. It's got the fan over there. And I'm only sipping this coffee sparingly. Um, but yeah, so literally, but it's weird, and this is almost like a strange. Some people say, well, why don't you just do it this way? Well, yeah, this yeah. is the way that works for me. And that is, well, I've got a three liter water bladder. And yeah. when I'm on an EBC trip, I know that you set up in the morning, you'll stop for lunch, and then you'll go to the end of the trip. Yeah. So I only half fill my bladder. That liter and a half has got to be drank by lunch. Right. And sometimes if I arrive at lunch and I've still got some water left, you'll I'll, nail through I'll, it. I'll nail through it <laughs> so I can fill okay. the other liter and a half wow. up. Yeah, and yeah. then that's got to be done yeah. by the time I finish the day. And now, honestly, say we arrive at Tengboche, 
and I'm like, oh, I still got some left. Like I'll sit there like nailing that water. So you make sure you've hit your target. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And nice. drinking only half of the three liters, mm. so half of it by lunch, half of it by the end of the day. Yeah, means I have a minimum of three liters every day, and yeah. I won't fill up that water bladder again until I nailed the water. I've had times where I've been like, really good. Yeah, I'm I like that. that. I'm, you know, we've arrived at like for lunch on an EDC trip, and I sit down, I think. Oh, <laughs> You've got to drink more water. I haven't hardly drank anything. <laughs> so I've got to nail like a litre and a half. Well, like um, like most systems and, and software, and if anyone's been involved in, in, in creating <gasps> that stuff. Billy. No Billy's way. joined Billy. us. I haven't seen Billy in ages. How are oh, you doing, Billy? Billy, Slager. Uh, and, um, oh, one Billy. of our first ever ever trekkers in 2016, October. Oh, I miss, you miss you, ever Bill. Space you camp. need to come back, and um, or rather we need to come over and kind of, oh, when we when we do a little visit, we should. Uh, I'll message you, Bill. Because we might be meeting up soon. We are, yeah. Uh, well, last time I was over there, uh, I messaged Bill, but he was a bit busy. Yeah. But um, I hope all is well. And uh, I think we got Jer um, not Jerome. Obviously, we talked about Jerome. Sorry, Jerome. I know you. Uh, I, I I can drink three liters of water and then pee out five liters. Wow. Yeah. Uh, that's impressive. That's that, that's a heck of a system, mate. Um, I got Diane on here as well, and we got Michael Gillies. Michael, how you doing? Hope all is well. <laughs> pee like a racehorse. I think yeah. Um, uh, what do you say? Something to keep in mind if taking Diamox, 100%. Yeah. We're talking about systems, and there's something that can affect that system. Certainly, um, uh, taking Diamox certainly speeds up the peeing process because there is um, a diuretic. You know, it does kind of make you one. Obviously, you've got to back that up with drinking. You yeah. Know, more water, you will pee more. One of the most important things as well is particularly yeah. if you when because I jumped on Diamox on Kilimanjaro, but you weren't. Mm. So it was about halfway up the mountain, I, I jumped onto it just because it wasn't firing on all cylinders. And one thing I realized very quickly is you need to take, so if I was doing half a pill in the morning, half a pill in the evening, yeah. but that half a pill in the evening has got to be taken at least three hours before you go to bed. Yeah. I mean, not always, and but I, I know what you mean. For you, me, it was. For the target, yeah, yeah. And I had to stop drinking almost. Yeah. Because otherwise, you're gonna otherwise it's line. relentless, yeah, yeah. just up, down, up, down, up, down. But yeah, six liters of water, that's that's hardcore. I struggle to get that much in. Generally, I drink at least four, four and a half liters. Mm. But yes, yeah, so we'll do the three liters using the half and half method. Yeah. And then it's sit down for lunch with my, uh, my Nalgene. Yeah, Nalgene. Fill that up with a liter of water, put yeah. a couple of rehydration salts in there, have that before bed. Got me four liters with all the tea and stuff like that, four and a half. Hey, dudes to Richard. Hey, Richard, how you doing, mate? Um, I know we've been enjoying the, the group calls on the Summit Zone over the last couple of months. Um, even in the car, I have my water bladder hooked on the back to help keep my habit of drinking the water. I mean, Rich, to be fair, I've never seen that, but I, I, I want to see a picture of this. This sounds amazing. Driving along the tube. <laughs> like, that is amazing. That's like uh, what fighter pilots and Formula yeah, One is, drivers yeah. do. It's impressive. I, like yeah, no, I, I want to like try it. that now. Um, I, I, yeah, I think I will. I'm going to yeah. try it. Um, um, <laughs> it's a great point, though. Pratesh, I've been diagnosed with an overactive mm. bladder. That sounds nightmarish oh, i know oh my god yeah that um, must be... you i i don't know what you do well because i'm peeing a lot you've got a thimble <laughs> <laughs> like when we go on a long drive we're bladder like, of a bladder yeah like, Andy will be like i'll jump in the car with him all right dave set off yeah mate yeah how do you sleep all right yeah just do pee <laughs> the end of the street that is true that is yeah true. Do you, you and uh the great bald yeti john are the same i i don't know what it is i mean i do drink a lot of water i do drink coffee um yeah you know and, and and some things do 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 flow more than others yeah but it's a good point i know we're, we're talking about systems but whilst we're on the subject of water yeah i think pratesh um certainly have an overactive bladder 
it's hard, isn't it? Because you've been advised one thing, yet actually, if you're dehydrated, you are going to feel the altitude a lot more. Yeah. Um, you know, so, I mean, obviously, listen to medical advice. I mean, from our point of view, from going to altitude, you know, you still want to keep up that that water intake yeah. uh, and, and at least find, try and find that balance. Because, um, you know, if you're trekking over a space camp, you don't want to purposely not be drinking water. No, I think no. that wouldn't be wouldn't be good. But I, I know it's hard because, yeah, it's not um, it's not a clear answer there, is it? No. <laughs> you know, because you're like, OK, what, what is if, I, if I'm thinking of systems here, what is the right amount for me? It's, um, it's tricky if you've got like, there's lots of people that go to like EBC with various different issues that yeah. they need to kind of manage along the way that make it annoying or inconvenient. Honestly, there's no real way around drinking lots of water to help you acclimatize. Yeah. Um, so unfortunately, it might just be a case where, I mean, what you could potentially do, I suppose, is, is, is little and often throughout the whole day you know, rather than trying to, because some yeah. people in order to make sure they have enough is they neck like half a litre in the morning and yeah. then they go out trekking and they'll neck another half a litre. That's true, actually, because it, they, they do say it's, you know, from, from all the all the things that we've learned, little and often is better. Yeah, yeah, because it's more gradual. Like, you know, because yeah. if you neck half a litre of water, mm. you're going to need to pee within half an hour, an hour. Yeah, and that's out of your body then. Where yeah. if you do little and often, just so the water bladder will be key, little and often, yeah. little and often, little and often, and just do that throughout the day and you know uh, protection might just be that you need to uh you might need to go and find a bush a little more often than everyone else but that's true i i promise you that's probably less annoying than altitude sickness so um yeah. i suppose you're right actually yeah it's the lesser of two evils there yeah it? exactly and you know i i feel yeah i mean that must be really annoying um but you know i find my knee really annoying when i'm going downhill and i hate the fact that i can walk as fast as you up and flat and then as soon as we go down, <laughs> he's like an ant in the distance, and I and I'm walking down like some old man. But unfortunately, yeah, well, we always catch up at the end. Yeah, that's it. I'm always waiting. We start and finish at the same time. Yeah, that's right. Never leave a never leave a man behind. More, more <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but no. Um, obviously, we talked about water a lot, and I, I hope we've got across around. If you can systemize your drinking as much as you can, uh, little and often, um, as Dave mentioned there, it you know it does work well. Then we move on to nutrition of food because it's a tricky one at altitude. It is because a big part of, you know, when you're altitude, one of the first things and I've always struggled with this actually, I do lose my appetite. Um, I don't eat as much. I don't want to eat as much. I still got my energy, luckily. Um, but I know that isn't for everyone because, you know, when, when you haven't got food in you and you're walking like 10 kilometers in a day and it's difficult, it's hot, um, you know, the sun's beating down on you and you're going up, going down. You know, you can feel lethargic and actually, you know, you feel like you're a zombie um, and it's important to keep your nutrition up. So if we're talking about systems, we've seen people in the past, um, uh, you know, something they've done is that they've had and, you know, everyone's different. Not necessarily. This is something for us. Like we know that we know our bodies. We, we know how it works for altitude and how we know that if we if we eat those meals, we drink this water, our bodies is going to be fine. You, know, you might need a, a snack every now and again, you know, a chocolate bar, some nuts, some sweets. Um, to keep you kind of you know, your levels, your sugar levels um, at a good point, um, you know. But there are I forgot her name. Was it Ross? You had those little bags of sweets. Yeah. Do you know what? Named and written one for each day. That came up last night in the really? in the call. Oh, nice. So on Kilimanjaro is eight days to the summit. Yeah, yeah. So she had eight little sandwich bags for each day. With for each day yeah. with little snacks in there, but also um, I believe little messages from people in there as well. 
well the psychological stuff's just as important yeah exactly so a little yeah. like pick me ups so i said if i yeah. if i said if i if someone asked me to do that i'd go quick to them back <laughs> <laughs> oh, you would be the sick one yeah, yeah but, um, <laughs> but no you're, you're dead you're dead right about food and you touch i'm glad you one. finished that one then yeah yeah you're dead yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah you're dead that, no i wouldn't put that note in but um yeah what i what i think is that you were dead right about the um the food and yeah. how appetite can play a big part in yeah. tracking altitude and what I found is, you know, one experience was that you know, the old man came in 2017 yeah. and really, really struggled to eat the first time around. Yeah. There was not a lot that he wanted to eat. And then he stopped short just outside of Lobuchet and turned back. Second time we went back in 2020, he felt perfectly fine yeah. and ate all the way. And I was wondering, like, why is the difference, right? Why is it that he lost his appetite on one time and not yeah, on another? That's interesting. Good question. Yeah. And I honestly think part of that was in the his system of preparation. Yeah. yeah. So the first time he didn't do anything. <laughs> so, but the second well, time, he didn't know. Why he didn't know, right? But yeah, it's, yeah. it's interesting. I think he thought, like a lot of people do, yeah. um, you know, that oh, I, I probably am underprepared, but I'll wing it. Mm. And some people, most people, maybe can get away with can it. Can get away with yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. But also. The amount of people that end up having to turn back or join chopper club quite often are in wing it club yeah and i think the difference was that he one made sure that his hydration was on point yeah he did he yeah. took diamox from the beginning of the trip which he didn't do on the first time yeah to give himself that little acclimatization boost yeah um he walked um very gradually very slowly Remember, I've said that my dad walks so slow. There's a type of it's like a moss grows on him. <laughs> only, <laughs> only grows on the back of dogs. Only grows on the back of dogs. Yeah. And for any other dogs out there, just check your back. Yeah, but um, <laughs> it's totally normal to lose your appetite. But the yeah, snacks yeah. is yeah. key because it there's is. always something that someone can eat if they don't feel well Excuse or me. something like that. And I've seen people bring packets of beef jerky. I've seen people bring like Haribo's. Yeah seen people bring just like energy gels whatever gets you through the day you need to supplement the food you're going to be eating yeah. with those treats because i've had days where like i really lose my appetite i like to sit next to people who do I was gonna say, you usually sit next to me and i'm like hey do you fancy it yeah i can eat those, <laughs> can eat those chips i'm like great but um it's quite funny isn't it but one thing i do think though if you do lose your appetite like you're like i've seen yeah, you like yeah. you'll be like oh, i can't eat that i'm just gonna have a chocolate bar well this you is know, it like, there's and, still something getting there and sometimes you've got to forget about it and i know this is easier said than done it's not easy to eat food when you don't want to eat it yeah um, but sometimes you have got to force it down um and again i know this this it, i'm not kind of painting the uh the, a nice little picture here but we, we'd rather tell you how it is than, than you get surprised by this stuff and i know a lot of ever trackers on here um you know people like diane richard um you know Pratesh, we've got jerome um we got uh jim we've got tina you know we've got andrea we've got a lot of people who've been at altitude already and it's um you i i take it what you read there was i always take hairdos with me on hikes uh yeah but i take it that was haribo's protection I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it was haribo's yeah yeah i was thinking real but it is good every day you get a new hairstyle like keeps the morale up whatever blokes your boat i made everyone's morale shoot up and i thought that i'd use um talc as dry shampoo oh. i put way too much on my head i came downstairs and you said i looked like an ice gem <laughs> because it was like all frosty well i thought it was a bit, bit of a scar face i thought jesus christ you don't want to do that stuff for altitude yeah yeah <laughs> but luckily it was uh, it was just help yeah it was just help so just help um yeah so it was a uh, uh ebolia um sorry. oh yeah welcome ebolia yeah and uh good luck for kilimanjaro in september yeah 50th birthday uh for your husband and yourself right, like good. it aging in style 
aging in style. And what a way to, to see in your 50s. It's funny that, awesome. you, you know, then you could do, um, who did we have? What was it? Oh, shame on me. I forgot his name. The chap that did uh, three passes on his 60th. Uh, Alan. Alan. Alan Payne, yeah, back in um, April 2019. Yeah, remember that trip very well. Um, great guy. Great guy, Alan. Uh, he hasn't joined any lives for a while, but I know he. Uh, no. he he's, he's kind of he's done the, th uh, the, the the three passes trip, and he's done Killy. Absolutely well, love it. Yeah, yeah, he's done Killy. You know, he before told, we were around. Yeah. He told me um, he was out in Tanzania doing like a safari or something like that. Anyway, yeah. and um, he saw Kilimanjaro, and he said it was almost like a spiritual experience, and he knew that he was going to have to go to the top. Well, at that point. At that point. Brilliant. And so he went back and then climbed Killy, yeah. and um, and then um, some years later on his sixtieth, when he, he said. Did. Uh, Three passes. Yeah, and he was a beast. That was a. I always remember that because that was Bal Kumar, who still guides for us now, like four, four and a bit years later. Yeah. And um, they called him uh, Bruce Lee because he's so lean. Actually, runs up some of the passes. But I remember that that was the Magnificent Seven group. Yeah. The seven. They 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 named themselves this, which is quite cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, they uh, that was an awesome, awesome uh, three passes trip. Yeah. Um, by the end of my go-to was egg sandwich. I lost appetite. Yeah, Andrea, honestly, I'm with you there. I think when it comes to food, and we're talking about the system of eating that food as much as you can because you're going to need it. Um, yeah, sometimes you've got to go to the, the easy stuff. Like sometimes for me, especially in Nepal, I'll eat, um, especially in the evenings, I'll just eat momos and chips. And I'll have that for like five or six days in a row um, until I get to base camp and all the way back and I'll just eat whatever I fancy. Yeah. Um, but I, I do that because I know I'll eat it I'm not going to leave it and I'll have the energy for the next day. It's boring. And, and, and luckily, Momo's doesn't really get boring. But, you know, it's nice. If, if, if we all ate pizza every day, it's it's tasty. But after a while, you'd probably be like, fancy something different. Yeah. You know? Um, but again, it's part of the systemization of, right, getting your food intake and your nutrition uh, down to a tea. My go-to is they always have chips there. Mm. Um, I just ask for chips and a couple of pieces of bread. Chip buddies will catch uh, up. Yeah, you, yeah, it worked for you, didn't it? Yeah. Love a chip buddy. Fact, you do what works for yourself, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, and, and Diane mentions here, she's got the, the jelly sweets and, and you know, if, oh, what maybe better than cereal bars. Walter the Worm or something. Yeah, the worms, yeah, they're quite cool. I, I remember I, bringing I, them on the training I, weekend, I, I buy them it? from Marks and Spencer's now whenever I'm there. Oh, they're, they're really, they're really nice. I think they're they vegan do, as well. Yeah, they? they do fizzy ones. And I, I actually, I'm not a vegan, but I just, I just think they're really tasty. Yeah, I'm sure they're called Walter Worm or something. Like Even that. Uh, Jerome knows they're vegan worms. Yeah, don't worry that, and they're totally planet planet safe as well. Yeah, Walter Worms. There we go. Well, good yeah. memory, Dave. Good memory. Um, so right, we talked about water, talked about food. So you know, we talked about the the stuff we're kind of, um, you know, that we can control. But actually, a bigger one, as well, is is the mind. And I know it sounds seems weird to kind of have a a systemized approach approach to your mind. But think about it in the same way as the water and the food. And maybe going back to what Rasheen did is that she had messages every day yeah. when she had some food to actually give her a pick-me-up. But if you, if you didn't go that that far and that prepared, because, I mean, that is that is rare. You know, I haven't seen that a lot, which is having bags for each day. That's, that's um, particularly Rasheen. That's, um, that's definitely Rosh. Yeah, yeah that's Rosh. Yeah. Um, but if you can almost think of that on a mindfulness kind of level and think, what have I got to do each day to keep focused? Um, to keep myself in a good place, to not get um, so caught up in how difficult it is. Instead, try and enjoy it. And, you know, sometimes that can be, um, you know, you can bring in each day, you can actually, it could be, uh, it sounds a bit mad, something I do, uh, but I think about a moment or a song that actually picks me up. 
um, it could be a moment that you're and, and not to go into massive personal development here but i'm, I'm I, I can't help it um is that sometimes if i'm ever in a miserable place or you know things it has been one of those days one of those moments right i'll think back to a particular moment in my life where it got me quite emotional it was quite powerful it's going to be with me to the day i die there's going to be a lot of those for you <laughs> no 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 i'm not talking about movies that make you cry but this okay. is actual like an experience um it could be you know birth of a child it could be an experience you know a powerful moment you can remember that um and let that kind of sink in and and you know it, it gets you back to that place a level par essentially um and also as well if you're thinking about a song not everyone's a singer i quite like enjoy singing i'll actually sing it i'll hum it i'll do what needs to be done and next thing you know i'm i've perked up i'm song? happy oh there's loads it depends on the time i suppose right now i i, I sang somebody to love this morning oh, queen song yeah it's actually good mine one. uh one of my main go uh uh my sweet lord by george harrison my sweet lord yeah i really want to see you. oh yeah that's brilliant that is really wanna be with wow dave you got your singing on there yeah tuesday tuning well no that's um that's not my bag i'm, I'm a spectator <laughs> yeah um just while we're here as well i know scott dutton uh, hi lads struggling to log on to the members tab on the website yesterday is it down um so scott um i'm not sure if you've been receiving emails or seen any notifications but yeah you can't actually log in on the website at the moment so we've done uh, we've got a whole new website whole new uh, kind of system um so we'll let you know when you can log in uh, if you're trying to do a particular um thing on the website try and pay your balance upload any documents just drop them into the central inbox for now which is info at evertrek.co.uk um, it's going to be into next week now when we'll send you your new login details um, so yeah we're right in the middle of migrating everyone over um, unfortunately with the systems we had which it wasn't easy to kind of extrapolate that data and, and just automatically do it it's a bit of a manual process which is fun uh, I can we can promise you, um, but no, we want to make sure that it's all correct. And um, as we migrate, yeah, um, over to our new exciting system. So apologies for that, Scott. But yeah, anyone else as well, if you are trying to do something on the website regarding your members area, um, just hang fire. Um, just drop us an email, and we can we can get that sorted for you. Yeah, and then you'll be able to um, uh, to enjoy it when it's actually there and launched, and you've got this whole new dashboard to to kind of manage your booking. Awesome, um, it should be great. But yeah, sorry, what was I talking about there? We were talking about George Harrison. George uh, awesome guys let me know what your what yours like so yeah. you're on a mountain you're knackered you're hurting morale's dipping mm. you're starting to think about turning back what songs do you put on your headphones to get you up that hill and get nice. you back in the game i'd love to know because um yeah i'll add them to me uh to me playlist but no but you 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 really do hit on a good point and obviously it might not be a song for everyone not everyone's exactly. into their music yeah, yeah. but there's a lot of people that bring like audio books i actually met one guy yeah. in uh, EBC in October um, that had videos that he left himself. Really? And um, so what he would do is he would be like, so I would, Dave, talking to Dave, and I'd say, Dave, so yeah, I'm in work today, sat in my office. Yeah. I just want to remind you how much this sucks. <laughs> um, and it was literally <laughs> like that. And it was like, so look at, so, you know, look around. If you and appreciate see, it. And yeah, appreciate yeah. it. Fantastic. You know, and literally it was like, 10, 15 second videos of himself that he just played to remind himself why he did it. Brilliant. And it always reminded Brilliant. me of that one saying, which is when I um, when I feel like I can't go on, I like to go back to the beginning and remember why I started or something like nice. that. Um, 
by the end of the you got tissues on them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, and and I, I, weirdly, it usually works for me. If George Harrison fails, then something else. Then I start to think about like because I had well, I can think of an exact moment, and we've talked about it was when I was on my way down from Kilimanjaro, summit uh, is, yeah, the yeah, elation yeah, yeah. of the yeah, summit. Yeah. Yes. Go back down to camp, little rest, eat, and then the four-hour walk back. And I, I don't think I fueled properly. Yeah, my you, system. You, you, you bonked a bit, didn't you? Yeah, and I was just like, I sat on a wall. And I said to Andy, I can't be asked. I really can't be. Bothered. <laughs> what did I say to you? And you were like, Come on, you've got to get up, have a Snickers. <laughs> but, it was, <laughs> but it, but do you know? It got you up. But I got up, started eating. Usually, if my morale goes down, it's because I haven't eaten. Yeah, yeah. But one thing I did think about was, what have I just done? Exactly. How many years have I wanted to do that? And also, like, that seems so far away now. Yeah. And I like to think of my, my future self, thinking, I'm going to be in pain. All right, I'm aching. I'm going to be in pain for the next yeah. couple of hours. But in a blink of an eye, this is going to seem like years ago. And who yeah. knows whether I ever get to do it again. Exactly. And so, it's, those moments, you know, they, they stay with you for the rest of your life. Exactly, yeah. Um, you know, they're so powerful because you've gone through... Like, like you said, you've, you've had such a high there, proverbial high and physical yeah. high. You're on your way down. And maybe Andrea as well. You know, you get back from a, a trip like this and um, sometimes you're not feeling yourself because you've, you've been like almost on kind of positive energy for so long. And then next thing you know, you kind of slow down. and You're like, wow, I need more of this. And it's hard, yeah. you know, because you, you want more of that and you want to feel that again. I suppose the way I was thinking, I, I kind of always think about it is that, you know, we've got to kind of appreciate these kind of things and I think if you are always like if every day of your life I mean maybe I'll kind of regret saying this but if you want adventures every day of your life you wouldn't appreciate it as much as the the kind of times that you, when you do go oh yeah you got to you know what I mean? young, you? um you know if, if it's like seeing that same view every day it's still that amazing view the first time you see it but if you see that for a thousand times sometimes it doesn't feel as the same impact no exactly. it will on that first time so I think having these moments I think because I used to struggle with this when I went um, uh, backpacking a couple of times when I was younger. I used to really struggle saying goodbye to people. Um, I, I, I used to get quite emotional about it. No surprise, eh? Mm. Um, and, you know, you, you kind of, because you're kind of saying goodbye, will I see you again? You know, those experiences you, you kind of feel. But then I actually rationalized it in my head, and, and it's different now, is that I was kind of glad it happened. And it's better, the, better that than it didn't happen. Mm. So I've had those memories. I'll cherish those forever. You know, don't don't think, you know, okay, you know, I'll miss those moments. And you will. But because you've experienced them, it's best, you know, don't be sorry it's over. Just be glad that it's happened. It's yeah. kind of the, the way I was trying to explain it. We're knocking out mantras you know? today. I know. Bloody hell, man. You know yeah, what? I'll write some of these uh, down. Uh, also, another, <laughs> another thing is, like, talking about mantras, Yeah. sometimes I do kind of get one in my head. Mm. And it's weird. You kind of say it over and over again. And it's almost like, because I find it really hard to meditate, right? I yeah. don't actually think I can do it properly. So when people say, sit down and empty your mind, I'll sit down. And as soon as I sit down, all the thoughts queue up <laughs> to get in. Like, I really find it difficult. But what yeah. I can do when I'm trekking or on a bike or doing anything, I can almost have a mantra in my mind. And a mantra is like, sometimes it's a saying or whatever. Mine isn't quite a saying. But it's weirdly the song from Jaws. Show me the way you oh, go. Oh, yeah, home. when they're on the boat. Yeah. I'm tired of wanting to go to bed. Yeah, yeah. To bed. That's and brilliant. I literally, I could, I could do that whole verse. Okay. A thousand times over going up a, like, a horrible climb or something. 
or because it'll just because it carries yeah, on and carries it, on it stops the other yeah. intrusive thoughts getting in that's interesting isn't it but um, again it, it, that's a system then that you use yeah to snap you or to keep you focused everyone needs to do it anyway yeah. like at, at some yeah. point when you're in a, a really tough point and the trips that we do are really tough yeah now you might do 10 and not have this experience and then <clears> the 11th trip you'll go there and you will hit that wall bang yeah. and it's when you hit the wall in the middle of nowhere in the middle of the himalaya miles away from everything it's a four-hour walk to the end it's a four-hour walk back down or it's a helicopter and you mm. don't want to move how do you fix that problem <laughs> you know like it could be a real problem to solve you need you need a, and, a very big large pattern disruptor yeah exactly and to get you snap you out of that particular yeah, moment right sometimes you can have a mate with you that throws a snickers at your head and tells you to eat it and, uh, and get off your ass and uh, yeah exactly <laughs> Other times, like I said, I'll just keep walking, and instead of in my head going like, I just think, and I think of that scene when they're banging the table. Show me the way to go home. But luckily, uh, there's no shark that's going to break. I wouldn't mind at that point. Either way, the pain's gone. <laughs> wow. I know. I know we're kind of talking a little. The jaws are defeated. Yeah, this might be a <laughs> a little bit like esoteric and weird. Yeah. But it's just the the coping methods that people have. Yeah. Are repeated into systems that get you through tough times you know yeah exactly and, and don't underestimate those those mental ones because ultimately they're the ones that are going to get you there or not yeah um you know and it's great and it's nice seeing some some of the songs you, you've posted as well and uh always look on the bright side of life ah brilliant dave dave remington one of my favorites yeah. mate. That, Jim. you can't help but smile when you're singing that or thinking about that in your head and that scene from Life of Brian is just brilliant. Isn't it? Uh, me and Zach were talking about that yesterday. Do you? We always go like the, the, the stoning bit. He did it again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's like, but all I said was that piece of halibut was good enough for Jehovah. <laughs> wow. Amazing. It's some great but, ones. Um, Rocky for Patesh. Yeah, you can't help but not feel motivated when you hear that. Jimbo um, Blues. 1,000 green bottles. Do you, know, do you know what that reminds me of, right? Okay. There's a scene in the Fast Show. Right. When I think it was on the final ever episode where they they cut back to these hikers in the middle of the skits, yeah. and there's a line of hikers and one guy at the back going la 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 la, ha, ha, ha. and then right at the end after the credits they yeah. go back to that and a guy turns around and decks it. Oh wow! <laughs> Can you imagine the one guy going one thousand green bottles? <laughs> and he's like, why have I had enough of that? Guy? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, Sorry, Jim. Um, yeah. No. Uh, brilliant. I'm on my way. Andrew Gold. I don't think I've ever heard of that, Jerome. Next time we meet, you're going to have to... Is that what it is? I'm on no, no, that's, that's, a, that's a Proclaimers. It is Proclaimers, I'm on it? my way. I'm on my I'm way. I'm to read a happiness today. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, yeah, Sorry, I was reading. <laughs> um, Richard, it was hard to come back to such a flat country. <laughs> I, I, It's mad, isn't it? Well, doing the trek, there was such amazing support from Bal. This American guy offended me on the route. The fat yeti with a skinny spirit. Brilliant. I See, love they, that. <laughs> I feel like me and Richard just connected somehow. <laughs> like that's like you know, that. But um but no, like uh, honestly, Richard's um yeah, he's doing Killing X as well. Yeah, we had a good uh good sesh. A good sesh last night. And I know uh Rich we should say that was on a call. On a call, yeah. Uh that was on the what was it? You you did the uh, equipment workshop. Yeah, the, it was the, the equipment workshop for the summit zone, yeah. It's really, really good. Yeah, nice. Um anyone who isn't in the summit zone, by the way, or anyone that's hasn't heard that word before, um uh yeah, because that, that's bad on us because we should talk about it a bit more. But yeah, Richard um, uh, and a few other trackers actually uh, are already a part of that. Now we do kind of group kind of one-to-one calls. Um, so we chat about the preparation um, and obviously Rich, uh, you know, doing uh, Killy. 
um, but you know done um, base camp and you know the other avid trackers have got certain challenges certain aims certain targets and we kind of coach them through that on a bit more of a, a kind of um, personal level obviously with you know, these are great these um, Tuesday tune-ins still going to uh, continue to do these as, as long as people find them useful um, but if anyone is interested in the summit zone um, I hope one of the yetis will be able to uh, drop the link in there because um, I say you can join that at any time we will be putting links to this in the members area your new members area so you'll be able to kind of go and you'll be able to join um, uh, and it, obviously it is a, a little additional cost but um, we it's very useful hopefully you get a little additional benefit as well well yeah exactly and, and you know all the all the kind of uh, inner coaching that we do um, you know with Richard and um, and Diane and, and some of the other trackers in there um, I'd like to think, um, guys, have you, have you found it useful? Uh, there's me talking about it. I should come from, from the Evertrackers themselves. But uh, yeah, the Summit Zone is, is something that's very new. Um, but obviously, we're trying to grow it and, and, and doing these things like Dave last night, you did um, an equipment workshop. Uh, yeah. It was about seven o'clock last night, wasn't mm -hmm. it? Um, sounded like it went well. No, really well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and you know me, like I I'll talk about equipment when cows come home. You know? <laughs> it was funny, like uh, we were talking about like trekking and stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah. I can't do an equipment talk and not bring my ice axe. Yeah. So like, this is the ice axe. It's not really relevant for the trips you're on. But anyway, I like to bring it around with me. <laughs> you like to walk an axe and, in and the and street? Mine's yeah, yeah. named. Ah, yeah. I wonder why. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> awesome Christmas was that, present. Was that a Christmas present I got for you a couple of years ago? A couple of, you got, uh, it was a Christmas present 2019. 2019, 2019 wasn't it? Um, I got a uh, painted Yeti engraved on it. Yeah, because we were going <laughs> to do... Um, it was Killy in 2020. And then we were going to go on and do Island and yeah. Mera, and then, and then, and then COVID <laughs> happened. So, but do you know what? That, sure. that was hanging on my wall. Yeah, good you know, one. motivating me for those dark, dark two years. But um, wow, yeah, it's been it's been a it's been a mad one. And and where um, myself and Dave um, go back to Nepal in the autumn uh, to climb a couple of peaks. And yeah. the next year we're doing Aconcagua. So, um, and also K2 Base Camp next year. So yeah, there's a lot going on. Um, it's been great kind of having these plans because we've over the last kind of couple of years we've tried to get um you know make people's trips happen after the pandemic because you know we, we obviously came through a very difficult period for a lot of travel companies and uh, luckily um and you know through a lot of yeah hard work um yeah it was great and you know we're, we're it was fantastic that you know all of our ever trackers um are still here which is brilliant yeah and we're very excited now and there's so much happening there's always something happening like even this week we've had uh, over 20 people reach Everest Base Camp. You know, we've got another 20 on the way. Like every week at the moment, there seems to be summits and things happening. And uh, I think Rosie's going to Tupcal next week with her dad. I know she's going on your birthday. Yep. Um, what she so said? What'd she say? Happy well, birthday? No, when I said, what? I said, you're going on my birthday. She said, you're not going to be here for my 40th. And she went, Dave, it's too painful to watch you and each. <laughs> and I was like, wow. and I was like, that's bad. I was like, wow. But also, so we're going we're gonna to be, we're going to be here for your birthday next week then. Oh, yeah. you're off next week? No, I'm coming back on my birthday. Oh, yeah. I'll see you on the floor, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Brilliant. Ah, that's going to be great. Isn't 40. That's ah, fine. Next. I know. I don't feel a day under 60. It's just <laughs> <laughs> It's just a number. 40 is young. Yeah. Um, I don't want to get you down, mate. Just see it as a milestone. Ah, couldn't. So you're talking about systems now. Yeah, um, no, honestly. Couldn't care less. <laughs> so care we less. talked about water, food, mind. A big one. And we're going to go back to the equipment side of it and, and systems is around the preparation yeah um because a lot of people kind of like to build systems into the way they pack some of us mm -hmm. don't some of us just like to throw it in um but actually as, as we evolved and, and over the last few years as our packings changed our habits have changed we 
there have been some things that we found really useful. I know we use packing cubes a lot. Yeah. Um, from one of our good friends, uh, Tom, who was a stickler for literally getting everything as neat as possible. But what the reason he did that is that he didn't want to miss anything and, and leave anything behind. And he wanted to be organized with where his stuff is. So he knows that he's got, okay, my uh, underwear is there. I've got my waterproofs there in that uh, kind of area. I've got all of my medical stuff in this bag here. I've got my warm stuff there. So if it's a cold day, I know I'll need everything. Mm -hmm. And those are little systemized kind of things that actually save time. Yeah, yeah. And, and keep your mind from worrying about where stuff is because then you can focus on the challenge if you know where everything is. Yeah. It's funny, I was giving Rosie a little bit of advice yesterday. Yeah. Um, because she's going to Tupcal and was debating because whether or not the, her and her dad on the actual trek can share a duffel bag, right? Yeah. And so there's the 80 litre, or I offered my <coughs> 120 litre um, North Face one. Yeah. And she was like, I don't think I'll need that. And I was like, and my only advice was, I was like, you're making a decision now before you arrive that is like kind of make or break. Yeah. But you could make a decision that gives you peace of mind. Yeah. You could take the duffel, it packs down small, hardly weighs much, and if you need it, it's there. And if you don't, yeah. all you have to do is carry a lightweight duffel bag. And that's part of my Good system. Point. So when I'm going through my list and I'm debating what to take, what not to take, you know, like I've got like three down jackets. Which one will I take? I'll take the warmest one. Great. Throw the other two over there. You know, like, <laughs> you know, and it, it's, and these things help. I find peace of mind really helps. That's why I've yeah. always got like loads of power banks and stuff like that. And um, yeah, that's kind of what I tend to do. And I'll pack way in advance. Yeah. I'll, I'll, sometimes I can pack and repack my bag four or five times. Well, yeah, if you could go to that extent, like um, like Ellie, uh, my, my daughter, she's going to um, Banai Brecaniog or Brecon Beacons, as most of you know it, um, a place called Story Arms, just the base of Penavan. She's going there for a few days. Mm -hmm. And um, her and Jen were packing yesterday. And uh, it's quite interesting seeing how um, their, their packing methods were. I kind of stood back and like, yeah. I'll, I'll let that happen. You know, <laughs> um, don't want to get in the way. But actually, it was really good. And, and Ellie and Jen were kind of, okay, that's my um, wet gear, that's my warm gear. And then Jen kind of wrote out, okay, exactly where what is in each bit for Ellie. So she's not like panicking and looking for stuff. Mm. It does help, you know. Um, I could see it was helping Ellie, um, you know, because this is one of her first trips without us away. Um, it's quite interesting to see. Obviously, you know, she's 10. She's, you know, she's very intelligent. But still, when you're doing something for the first time, it, it, it can make you feel a little bit like, um, ooh, I'll make sure I've got everything. Yeah, well, this is like, stuff, this yeah. is her base camp at the minute. Yeah, exactly. You know, going away, you know, on her own. And she's really, not just sending her off to... Uh... <laughs> Um, but she's not got a Hogwarts thing. I mean, yeah. she's uh, you know, but she's um, uh, it's like a, a school thing essentially. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's quite cool. All activities. You run ice axe. She didn't need an ice axe. Didn't need an ice axe. No, not quite. Not no. quite. Got it. But um, she's got a lot of good. She she got the good stuff. She yeah. got the good stuff definitely. Um, Jim Blues, how you doing, Jim? I hope all is well, mate. Um, is the Vamoose app staying? Um, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So the app is, um, hundred percent separate to to the systems and stuff, and it's um, we are trying to integrate it so it's automated. So with the development of our new systems, it will be automated. Um, it's kind of, that's kind of like a phase, because phase one is kind of getting everything live, getting everything updated. Um, and then phase two then is kind of be vamoose. But up until that point, it's been like a manual thing. Um, but yeah, so with regards to, to Langtang Valley, um, I'm unsure on the, if that's been built yet. I know Langtang is, you've got a, a trip, was it next year um, is the first one, Jim? Um, you have to remind me, let me know, mate. Uh, I know you're, you've been booked on a few trips over the years uh, after EVC. Um, 
but yeah, let us know. But you know, if it's not there, it is in development. Um, with Vamoose being a manual thing, it's so you got to build it, you got to release it. Um, and yeah, apologies, mate. We've been trying to get all these uh, system stuff ready to kind of move over. But yeah, the Vamoose app is 100% staying. Um, we we get great feedback from Evertrekkers on loads of different trips. Obviously, the EVC, the the Tupacals, the Achilles, the Machu Picchu, you know, all of our trips, even like the Merrow Peaks and um, you know all the other stuff that, that, that kind of comes with it. It's, it's brilliant. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I hope you're enjoying it. Um, obviously, when we when we get that over, and then for everyone else, it will become kind of an automated thing. I quite like. I'm gonna look this up. Um, yeah. The full benefit method. I think it, um, Dave was saying. Dave was that. saying it's like a Navy SEAL. Yeah. Method of coming back, and it's, I like that bit at the end. Adversity makes us better if we let it. Full you know? Yeah, that's true. Actually, I like, I like that. Sometimes as well, you don't realise that when you're going through adversity, you, your mind finds a way, and it kind of you know that's just basically written down about what happens when you approach yeah. a challenge. You're struggling, but you still do it. Um, it's quite interesting to kind of that's quite an eloquent way of putting it. Actually. Yeah, Glencoe Challenge Mark One. <laughs> well, with, um, with the B2 one, Mountaineer with, boots. with the B2 Mountaineering boots that yeah, I have never worn before. That's in July, actually. I've heard it's um, we're not doing it this year. Um, no, we've done it, uh, we've done it three times. Uh, with, well, you've done it twice. Well, oh, yeah, your knee twice. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. uh, I did it once and then we had the uh, hurt my knee, yeah, and then I missed one because I had the op a month That's before, right. yeah. I had the op in June and it was in base July. Yeah, it's base camp support. Uh, it still went up there, you know, with the lads. And, um, <laughs> it's great. Hold on crutches for a bit. And then I went up there a year later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the knee locked up in the in the bog. Yeah, that was that was tough. That bog was really tough. But now a great great place. Um, if anyone's going up there and talking about adversity, it's a great event and it's a challenge. Um, yeah, I think that's uh, first weekend of July. Jeff, definitely check it out. Glencoe Challenge. Um, but yeah, well, we've got about another 10 minutes. So I know we talked about water, food, hydration, yeah. uh, sorry, nutrition. Uh, we talked about the mind. Um, we talked about uh, packing, but also about your trip preparation. Let's finish off with that. Um, because if you can, again, have a, a systemized approach, like I've seen recently, actually, I've had a few instances, some people actually, and, and this isn't, obviously these things happen and people can get unlucky, but you can get injuries, um, kind mm. of unfortunately anytime yeah but i think some people can overexert themselves up until the time they go and sometimes you know you've got to back off a bit um and having that system where okay i'm gonna i'm gonna have a week off before i go um you know and, and for some people you know going to the gym is like brushing their teeth you know it's a regular thing so we don't want to stop that but you can control how much you do in the gym and i think if you definitely have a, a challenge that you know you're um essentially building up to it just try and taper that off as much as you can because you don't want any last minute injuries and i have seen that um a couple of times and it's 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 obviously i can imagine how you feel because yeah if i have an injury like a week before i'm due to go to everest base camp i'm going to be gutted yeah and it's hard after the emotional build up to it um but yeah part of the trip prep is around just taking it easy the tapering um yeah the tapering is an important method that's the way athletes train for yeah. big events yeah you know those athletes that just ran the london marathon wouldn't have run a marathon like five days or, or yeah. in a week or whatever leading up. I know they're a special breed of people, so they do a lot more training than we do. But it's very important. And I, I really do struggle with this where because I am up and down yeah. with my training. And every time I restart again, I my mind wants me to go back to how I was at my last peak. 
<laughs> which is hard right you know yeah, which yeah, is yeah. really yeah. hard like i'll either go to the gym and i'll be like yeah i remember i used to be able to bench this and i'll go and then the next thing you know i've decapitated myself <laughs> you know or like i'll think yeah i remember that climb i used to be able to like get up there in like 50 minutes and then you know an hour and a half in i'm like you know looking for the nearest defib <laughs> you know? wow. so it is about just being realistic with yourself isn't yeah. it and yeah, it is, and, yeah. and not overdoing it building that gradually and then yeah. coming down and, and go, you could another thing is you don't want to turn up like you said at ebc with an injury or a niggle yeah, it's hard been avoided yeah had you just taken it easy in the week leading up to the trip oh you'd be kicking yourself yeah you would it is hard um you know when these these you know you, you can't stop yourself from getting excited um but the, the same goes with all the other stuff as well like I, know I refer back to packing um but a lot of it is is kind of having all of your all of your equipment ready before you go yeah um you know, part of the part of the excitement of going on a trip is, is is buying some of the equipment and going out there and looking around stores and checking out what jacket you want, checking out how you can get those some new socks, maybe looking at new boots. Like part of the excitement is doing that, but make sure you've got those in in, in good time. Yeah. Um. So you, if you can have a systemized approach of doing that before you go, you know, everyone the last week before they go buys something, but if you can have ninety five percent of that ready, you're good. Um. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Rich, I COVID a few weeks before going to EBC. I mean, yeah, that definitely stops you in your tracks. Still made it though. Exactly, yeah, still done it. Yeah. Exactly that uh, inner resilience, even though, um, you know, fair dues, Rich. I mean, I must have, I can imagine, you know, having some kind of after effects as well. I know a lot of people who have had COVID yep. seem to have affected them a little bit. I mean, fair dues, mate. That must have been yeah no fair enough um yeah. stuart taylor doing glencoe challenge for the second time this july nice. a month before killy nice yeah I, stuart we met didn't we in the last um yeah, you met stuart yeah in, yeah. The, in the last uh train weekend i think it was it i think it was glencoe challenge of course it was it wasn't yeah but i think um stuart was, were you at the train weekend as well um just remind us um and obviously i've you know jim met jim loads of times doing glencoe challenge with the peaky climbers peaky bimblers um <laughs> enjoy jim um i can't wait to see the pics i uh, hope you have a good time and yeah uh hopefully the weather is, is good as well we, we, we could go up there and meet some of the guys because we talked about going up there but we're just not doing the challenge again doing some other peaks i, I couldn't go up there and not do it oh, After... you, you go up and do it then and i'll i'll do something else <laughs> if i went all the way up there i'd be like well saying that we could, yeah, we there, could there's other you haven't done cmd i haven't done the cmd actually that's a good point. and you've got to pick off the biggest of the uh the monroes i have so oh. we could go up there and do that Bracken Beacons, of course it was. It was Stuart's birthday. That's what I remember, Stuart. Yes. Hey, Stuart. I hope all is well. That was a great weekend. Um, yeah, I hope life's treating you well. It was last August the one where it was um, touch warm? Yeah, you could yeah. say that. Touch warm, yeah. <laughs> it was a touch warm, Stuart, wasn't it? What a great weekend, though. What an absolutely oh, great weekend. Talking meal. talking about Brecon Beacons, um, obviously we got another trip. Uh, we got over two dates this year. But we released the, the first date, um, which is in August again. Mm-hmm um so Stuart I know you've, you've been on one already um but yeah to anyone else that wants to um uh, join us highly recommend it um one of the yetis could drop it in that would be a fantastic I think we had a question around that I'm not okay. sure who asked it um but can you sign Just up for in. this weekend yeah uh even if you're not um heading out on one of your trips this year yeah um yeah 100 the training weekend is open to anyone who is going on a trip wants to go on a trip um you know if you're not booked on a trip yet this could be a perfect opportunity to kind of like dip your toe in the water yeah get to know other ever trackers spend some time in the mountains and really uh, it's the best opportunity that we can give you to learn everything you need to know about your trip yes. before you actually go there um so in terms of like all the reading and everything like that this it's a fantastic way of sort of 
getting it done. Yeah. Um, so I think it's going in there now, isn't it? It is. I think the because um, we've recently moved, we're still. Um, I think one of the Yetis has unfortunately put the old link in, but I'll put the new one in. There we go. Because uh, we've still got. Um, so essentially, we still have our old kind of uh, website um, on a, a what we call a subdomain, so behind the scenes. Uh, but there's the. Um, this is the correct one. I'll put it on the on the the page here, so it comes up. Yeah. So Evershot the code UK, and then you've got UK training weekend. So definitely, if you want to come on to the training weekend, um, definitely get yourself on there. Yeah, awesome. No, it'd be great. Um, Hopefully, the weather's going to be with us this year as well. Because um, I'll be honest, I could have been a bit cooler. <laughs> yeah, that was like, quite hot. I think wasn't it was like thirty-eight degrees. I don't think whatever system you've got, um, it doesn't really prepare you for it. Uh, other than the, the hydration, make sure you've got enough water mm. and the sun cream. I remember that though, because it was the Sunday hike. And then after the Sunday hike, a second day in like 30 odd degrees, Anuja was visiting and was like, oh, let's go to Bike Park Wales. <laughs> That's why right, you went to Bike Park Wales. I was leaving it? the next day, so I didn't yeah. have the heart to say no. So after the training weekend, we were, next thing I know, I'm cycling up this climb at Bike Park Wales. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Brilliant, brilliant. But, you know, again, you know, what got me through that one was just thinking like, that was more like not wanting to let someone down. Well, this is it. He's come all the way from Nepal. Exactly. You know, you wanted to, you know, even though you're tired, you you, you made the effort. Exactly. And a lot of people that do our trips as well, they have a cause that they're doing it for. Exactly. Whether, you know, it, like EBC or Kilimanjaro, yeah. two fantastic ways to raise money for a cause dear to your heart. Yeah. Um, and sometimes, yeah, that bit of an added motivation about who you're doing it for and who you're fighting for, mm. um, you know, that could be another system that yeah. gets you up there. You know, some exactly. people, you know, they'd never run a marathon, but as soon as, you know, they have a cause to fight for, you'd be surprised what you can actually do. Um, I'd finish off today then. I know we've got a couple of minutes left. Um, so about systems, around any any kind of final thoughts then? Um, I think, yeah, there's not a one sort of one size fits all system for being successful in the mountains. But what it is about, I think, is finding what works for you. Yeah. Generally, what makes you happy in real life makes you happy in the mountains. So try and distill that into something, whether that's, like we said, music, podcasts, whether it's food, water, drinks, yeah. memories. And the way to kind of test this is, is put yourself under the, put yourself under pressure, you know, go out there, do take on some tough, tough challenges and you'll learn about yourself and you'll yeah. find, you know, you'll, you, I often find that sometimes, you know, you've got to push the boundaries of your comfort zone in order to kind of 100%. grow. And um, the way that, you know, cause you know, before I ever did EBC or anything like that, yeah. you know, I wasn't exactly like most of our customers, I think. You know, not someone that was going out and doing like crazy adventurers and climbing ice yeah. and doing all of this mad stuff. I got into it gradually and I learned my processes. Yeah. And I think, yeah, things like the training weekend, things like getting out there by yourself and doing yeah. some lovely treks and uh, and then ultimately taking on that big one. Nice. Well, look, um, I hope that's been useful today. Uh, talking about systems, thought we'd keep it um, similar to what is going on at the moment. Uh, I know there's a lot of things that we've kind of mentioned and talked about before, but I hope you you found it useful. Um, I say we'll be back next week, and yeah, it's um, your birthday next week. It's a big one, four zero. Yeah, some look forward to. Yeah, definitely have a beer and definitely go. For yeah, no, I'm gonna um, yeah, I know we got some other stuff planned. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, uh, lovely to be back. Um, yeah, thanks to everyone that's joined today. Um, yeah, if you've enjoyed it as well, and I know people who listen on the on the podcast. Um, do leave us. Sorry, 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 sorry. You've got to uh, do, do leave us a little review uh, of the of the podcast as well. It helps us on there um, as well. But yeah, David McKenzie, uh, he's dropped in at the end. Yeah, no worries, David. I hope you found it useful today. I um, said so we usually run these every week. Um, it's been a bit kind of hit, um, kind of up and down lately, um, just because we're in the middle of sorting so much stuff out in the back uh, background. 
Um, but yeah, really excited going forward. We've got some really exciting ones coming up as well. Um, but yeah, we'll catch you guys next week. Have a wonderful, wonderful time. Awesome. Take it easy, guys. Bye. See ya. Bye. <laughs>